Wow, Derek and Steven are still doing this terrible podcast? And you losers still want to listen to it? Whatever, here's Bruce Arians with Andrew Siciliano on NFL Network when asked if he expects Tom Brady to return. So there is a sentiment, however, that that's how, if Brady wants to play, he would play the scenario. Not to make uh, you guys look bad, no. but say, let you guys move on, and then when I do want to come back, you guys are stuck. No, that ain't happening. That's not Tom Brady. You don't think he would do that? No, not in a heartbeat. What if he asked for a trade? Nope. Not going to trade him? Nope. Bad business. Bad business. I'm not trading the best quarterback ever. Look, I know this is going to break the hearts of every 49er fanboy, kill the content for every Bay Area radio host's show and crush the little dreams of Mike Florio, because he, even though he's a respected journalist, he really wanted to see Tom Brady in a 49er jersey. But, it's not fucking happening. To the player empowerment crowd who think it's cruel we would hold the goat hostage, girl the fuck up. This is the NFL. Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson and Tom Brady don't get to just change teams because Twitter wants to see that. Now that being said, I trade my favorite bottle of Crown and my favorite Kango hat to get Brady back. I can't keep pretending like I think Blaine Gabbert is going to be good for us. I don't think that many quarterbacks are going to get traded this offseason. I really don't. Like, I don't think Aaron Rodgers is going to trade it. I don't think Russell Wilson is going to trade it. If Deshaun Watson gets exonerated of all the crimes, then yes, he will get traded. But I don't even know about that right now. The only one that I'm confident in, and I can't believe Adam Schefter did this shit, yes, Jimmy Garoppolo will be traded. This is why I can't stand this time of year, because listen, Adam Schefter going on podcast being like, well, we don't know, we'll get traded, good enough, we'll see. Yeah, well, you know, that's just like, uh, your opinion, man. Everyone these days has an opinion, butthole or podcast, and all of them stick, except for this one. Welcome to Just Your Opinion, Man, with Stephen Langford and Derek Papa. Hello, Stephen. What are you doing? I'm doing this podcast with you together in this space. No, I'm. How mean... is your soul in the past two weeks? My soul's okay. It's cleansed. As is mine. Hello, children. Welcome to Just Your Opinion Man, Derek Papa, Stephen Langford. We come back to you, better people. Stronger people, healthier people. I can't speak to Stephen, but I can speak to myself. I spent the last two weeks on a spiritual journey. After I saw Aaron Rodgers do his panchakarma, cleanse his body by doing forced diarrhea, vomiting, I thought to do the same thing. I rid myself of all the toxic sports in the past two weeks. Sports takes... Steven, how are you, my friend? Confused. There's no reason to be confused. Just embrace. This is change, and we'll do, do it together as people. So is that the word that you were you were putting on the promo from our Twitter? Panchakarma. Panchakarma? What's, what the hell's that? Well, Steven, a week ago, I think all of us were duped. Duped in watching an interview that was supposed to just get 
rid of all the bullshit of Aaron Rodgers and everything. I'm sorry. It's his decision. Um, it was an interview where he was supposed to announce whether he was going to be playing this season or not. Hmm. And Was it? Well, it turned out to be a hour-long conversation about Panchakarma. So I decided to do the same thing. Hmm. Rid my body of all the toxic sports stories the last two weeks. Case and, in point. And grow your head of hair. Yes. Natural, as you can see. Um, <laughs> yes. So I decided to put my phone away, and I just enjoyed life. Spent time with my mother in Florida. Went to Portland for a bachelor party. Very good. And was one with the world. Didn't have time to look at all the things with Aaron Rodgers. And he puts out the Instagram post the night before. And we're all just, you know, expecting him to retire. And then it turns into him saying, no, it's not going to be me announcing anything because there's nothing to announce. And then he just wants to come on and talk about his life. Then we go to, you know, everyone thinks Tom Brady is going to be you know, uh, going to the 49ers. And that's ridiculous. That's just, you know, I'm taking this off now. I'm, I'm pissed off. Okay. Yeah. So here's Sound, the deal. Sounds like you haven't cleansed yourself of the sports takes. Now you're back. No, wow. couldn't. Couldn't at all. I apologize. It was a long weekend. Mm. And Portland was cold. I didn't know Portland was cold. <laughs> Did you know Portland was cold? I mean, if I'm judging based on the last time that I did it or went there, no, uh, because it was like 100 degrees. It was when the heat wave was going in the Pacific Northwest when I last went. So yeah, now- I went from Florida to Portland. Hello, everybody. Just your opinion, man. We're back for season two, the off season, And now I'm going to be real with you. I tried to get rid of all of the stupid sports stuff that was going on the last two weeks, mainly the NFL stuff, because there is no real stuff going on. So we just look at rumors. That's why I kind of love slash hate this time of year because it's all speculation until things actually happen mock draft season baby oh god so yeah the aaron Rodgers interview i was duped i watched the first hour of the pat mcafee show never do that again um just to listen to whether or not he was coming back or not i had nothing else to do and was duped like the rest of america and then i felt like it wasn't really so much on aaron Rodgers, more so on me believing the bullshit because we were never promised that he was going to announce anything. But I digress. Then everybody thinks that Tom Brady is going to go to the 49ers just because that's his hometown team. And how the hell is that supposed to happen? The Buccaneers just going to say, well, we're just going to trade away Tom Brady because he wants to come back and we're not going to keep him hostage. You can't keep the goat locked up. Yes, Stephen. Five first rounders. That's why I'm holding up my hand. That's what Bruce Arians wants. Five first rounders. And just to come to reality today, thank God Bruce Arians of the Combine said, we're not trading him. That's bad business. So we're not going to do that. Who in their right mind would just be like, you know what? This player empowerment stuff is really powerful. So Tom Brady, get on out of here, man. Go to San Francisco. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Then I don't care if it's Javier Vega or Vincent Vega or whoever the hell is posting these Trey Lance practice videos that that's the reason why he's ready to go for next season. Give me a break. And then the epitome of sports on Twitter. Rams are having a nice parade. It's not a lot of people are showing up. It's LA. They'll figure yeah. it out. And Aaron Rodgers, or Aaron Rodgers, Matthew Stafford is drunk as hell. And a woman falls off the, the platform. 
Yeah. And he didn't have the best reaction. I'll no. give him that. But he was also completely drunk. No. Then he Twitter forces him to pay for the woman's back surgery because she broke her what was it back or spine? Uh, spine fractured her spine. She broke her spine. Very sad. So, but because of his reaction, people force Matthew Stafford to have to pay for that. And good for him. Him, him and his wife don- donated money. Then the next day, they find out that the lady is racist and everybody wants him to take the money back. So no one can win in this situation. <laughs> I mean, it's not funny that she fractured her spine. Or no, anything. it's not funny at all. But it's just but, funny how people go back and forth on shit. But it's 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 people started the GoFundMe page. And then he said, well, I make like nine figures in my contract. So you know what? I'm just going to go ahead and pay for her, her hospital fees. I could pay for that uh, after one game of play. So all of you who are trying to be these upstanding citizens who think that they'd be perfect every single time something happens, even after you just won your first championship of your career, proving everybody that you can win the Super Bowl with someone else. You've been drinking Don, Don Julio 1942 all day in the sun. And you're expected to be, this perfect person and everyone calls you out for it and doesn't just doesn't think they they can look in the mirror and you know maybe think i'm not perfect either i don't know what i would have done in that situation instead of calling them out right then and there it's it was a mess dude but uh you are totally at fault for buying into the aaron Rodgers stuff i am i am did you like my uh short hair wig there i was really trying to go for like a long like mane you you did look like you'd meant the you made the Vincent Vega comparison earlier. You looked like uh, Mia Wallace, but with white hair. I th- That's what I, I, like. I I think I was looking more like Bruce Valanche, if you know who that is. <laughs> I do know who that is. Yeah, dead ringer. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> how about you, man? How was your last uh, few weeks? Uh, I know you. I know you hosted the morning show when Bonte was out, or I guess mm-hmm. Bonte was in some days, but uh, yeah. No, so I hosted. I hosted the – did I host on – by the way, my upstairs neighbor is deciding to actually clean her apartment for the first time in her life. And oh, this is the hoarder. Yes. and is Hoarder here was, to who? She Steven. was she was <laughs> vacuuming a bunch of stuff up there. She appears to have stopped. I don't know if she'll keep going, but thankfully she's actually vacuuming, vacuuming up her floor. I thought it was like a drill. Up the was, floor. I thought it was going up – oh, my God. The breathe easies? Don't bring that up. Why? Don't smoke in the ha- 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 There you ow. go. Wow. Vacuum up the floor. That hey. was it. Vacuum up the floor. But no. Um, it was good the past week. Uh, you know, these weeks normally give you something to talk about. Thought something was gonna go down, like a Jimmy G trade. You had the all-star game, which was whatever. Um, but same thing every year. We always say it sucks. Yeah. And and- slam dunk competition, in my opinion, hasn't been good since Blake Griffin dunked over the Kia. No, well, okay, come on. I mean, Zach Levine and didn't Zach Levine and uh, and Aaron Gordon do that prior? It hasn't been good since them. I would say it's hard to remember anything past that, but yeah, in, yeah. in, in the grand scheme of things, it's just not a good product anymore. No, it's not. And it I could, don't know. What congrats they... to Steph Curry. Sorry to cut you off. Congrats to Steph Curry, 16 threes, MVP. He was wide open for a lot of them. Yeah. And uh, it doesn't translate into what's going on now because I think he's five for 17 since then. So uh, from three point line. So it's, uh, you know, not that good, but it was good, man. Uh, Phil Mickelson getting in trouble. You want to talk about, <laughs> yeah. you want to talk about uh, people being a bad judge of character. It's like <laughs> this dude, this dude. Saw, Is that the Grinch there? Yeah. 
This dude went blind when he saw the amount of money that could have possibly brought in when he went in with the Saudi league. I mean, everything that was happening there. And then it's think, and then it's like, Oh, wait a second. We're doing business with a country continent, whatever we're doing business with a country that happens to hate Americans. <laughs> like, 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 like at the grand scheme of things, I know I'm not trying to get political here. Um, Please but, do. But, but, you know, I mean, it's we're doing business with a country that has, you know, once chopped a journalist's head off. It's like <laughs> just not good, man. So uh, we should get that here in America. Come on. I mean, it's just it, it was a mess. But yeah, we made it through. We made it through. Uh, then we're here. On, we survived. Then on the Friday, I ended up hosting them with Bonte, which was good. It was kind of like I called that one the 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 Seinfeld show. That was just the show about nothing that day. That was really good. It was a fun time, though. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Uh, had the Warriors beat the Blazers, but nothing really came from that. Yeah. We'll talk about the Warriors in a little bit. Um, to be real with the whole audience, I don't have hair anymore. I didn't grow any while I was gone. Uh, I went to go see my mom in Florida. We did the show from the, the, the post-show from the Super Bowl or the post-Super Bowl show. Did one show from Florida. Had a nice time with her. Then I went to Portland. Underestimated how cold it is in Portland just packed for Florida and then realized I only had one jacket for Portland, went for a buddy's uh, bachelor party. Did you know that Portland is known for its coffee, donuts, and strip clubs? I didn't think strip clubs would be the number three there. I knew the coffee and donuts part. My Lyft driver told me that it is one of the big strip club places in America. And the unfortunate thing is we didn't go to the strip club. We were trying to go to a thing called Stripper Roki, hmm. where – you go to a strip club, you sing karaoke, and the strippers come up and dance. Unfortunately, this thing is only offered in Portland on Sunday nights. Who the hell is going to go do that on a Sunday night at 9 o'clock at night? I ask you, Steven. Who? <laughs> the, Sunday night, the Sunday night shift? So what would you do What'd you do with the coffee and the donuts? Did you get coffee and donuts at least? Did you go to no, Blue I don't, Star? I don't, drink, I don't drink coffee. Um... No, we just went around town, went to a few breweries. Uh, my buddy's a big uh, – he's English, so he likes to drink. Mm-hmm. Um, we went from brewery to brewery. Uh, I'm realizing that I'm not the young man I used to be anymore because uh, my stomach couldn't handle the food and all of the porters and stouts I drank one day. Spent a lot of time on the toilet. Um, yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Eat a lot of fiber. Uh-huh. Um, but, yeah, it was a good time. We took a hike, went around – portland it rained a little bit um not not anything crazy but it was a fun time i enjoyed myself wow sounds like a hell of a bachelor party (laughs) (laughs) sounds like what do you want me to do want me to tell you i came back cops got me for all the blow i did honestly i do not want to want you to tell me anything i want that to be a trip where you're too scared to tell the story through the podcast like that's what that's what i'd expect it to be don't I mean, worry, Stephen. Your you your bachelor more, party will be ten times better. You probably just walked around, and you know I'm sure that's all you did. Just walked just around. Went on, just went on little hikes here and there. Did you go downtown? Yeah, we went downtown. Went to uh, Powell's Book Club, a bookstore. It's like one of the like a big old bookstore in Portland. You went to a bookstore for a bachelor party, Stephen. That's what we did. Yeah, we 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 went to go see. The sites. Right. Hey, there's a lot of married guys. What do you want me to do? 
uh yeah interesting interesting location for a bachelor party too but you know mm-hmm. whatever floats your boat well not yours but whatever floats the groom's boat yeah i, I, mean, I never been to portland um it was a fun time didn't know it would cool be that cold yeah it was a fun time i go back i'd be a little more debaucherous but uh yeah it was a good time um but yeah, Stephen, real quick, just to talk about some real news. So let's just make a, like a pact here. If there's something really evident as far as a NFL report, we will discuss it. But I'm sick of these rumors, man. Like, I respect Diane Rossini. I think she's a fantastic reporter. But to go from Aaron Rodgers going on Pat McAfee's show to be like, yeah, we're going to make a decision soon. And then a report comes out, Aaron Rodgers is going to make a decision soon about the Packers. Those aren't reports. And I understand, like, they're clearing cap space to potentially get him to come back. There's preparation for him to maybe he signs the biggest contract in the NFL for the next two seasons. Um, Even though he told Pat McAfee that's not true. He doesn't want to be the highest paid player in football. I don't know. I don't care. But until something is real, we will discuss it. Hashtag Monday Night Gratitude. Exactly. That's what that's why I wasn't fooled. Like I feel very I'm very proud of that. Like you could read You're a smarter through, man than me. You could read through everything with that. It's just he's gonna go on the Pat McAfee show. He's gonna say, What what are y'all going what are you all going crazy for? All I did was show some Monday night gratitude for my friends and family. Sure, those friends uh just happen to be in the personal life that's been in the public eye for the last uh year of my life. Sure, it's former Packers teammates. I look like I'm gonna retire, but really I'm just showing gratitude. Okay, what's the thing that you, you mentioned? What's it called again? Pancha Karma. Pancha Karma. What what's Pancha Karma? So so that was that was the theme of the entire interview was that he came on and let me just say this. I think Pat McAfee does a fantastic job. I think that what he's been able to do as an independent podcast, props to you. I hope we get the same success. Yes. But he is terrible at interviews. Uh <laughs> There's many a time where Aaron Rodgers is like, what's the question? What are you asking me? Um, basically, Aaron Rodgers went on to talk about how we need to appreciate the significant others in our lives more. While it sounded like Shane Woodley was right next to him. Apparently, they're not broken up, whatever that rumor was. Of course they're not. There's no chance. Like, that is so weird, man. I- I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm sorry, dude, but no. Like, I'm not going to talk about my ex. You think I'm yeah. going to ever think my ex? No, not going to yeah. happen. Exactly. And it's like, what? So so he'd been going through Pancha he, Karma? He, for two weeks, it's a Buddhist thing, he oh. did forced uh, vomiting and diarrhea to rid his body of the toxins in his body. Kind of similar to what I did on the bachelor party trip. Hmm. But... Yeah. And I can see like he he's one with like internal medicine. So it's no surprise to me now that he didn't want to get vaccinated. He he thinks that he is a man of the earth. And that's what I was trying to do at the beginning there. Um, but enough about all that. When Aaron Rodgers decides to rid the world of us being hostage and decides what he's going to do this season, we'll talk about it. But until then, I really don't care. And I'm kind of mad at myself for getting into this shit because it's not on him. He could do whatever the hell he wants. It's on me and the rest of the media in sports to not give a shit. I can't tell you how many ESPN shows I watched while my mom worked during the day and just seeing Ryan Clark and all these ESPN uh, personalities just be like, what the hell are we talking about here? This is no news. Yeah. So what, what, until what something the, happens. Uh, what was it like? It, it was that. And let me guess, like LeBron and Bronny playing together. Is that what it was? 
as far as what he discussed or as far as the stuff that I couldn't care less about? Well, what he discussed, because ESPN, all they had to run with during the All-Star break was a bunch of yeah. nonsense quarterback talk. And then when it came to basketball, it's just, oh, LeBron says that he wants to play with Bronny. Yeah, I, well, we'll talk about that next show because the Warriors are playing the Lakers, but that's another thing. Like, the only real thing that happened in the two weeks that we were gone was a man got frostbite on his penis during the Olympics. And do you not, you not hear that about that story? No. Oh, we'll talk about that later. And Juwan Howard smacking the crap out of the Wisconsin coach, which I thought was, you know, not the best thing, but not the biggest thing in the world. I thought that was very misrepresented. Exactly. Um, the, the I I don't know, man. Like, I, I look at what the assistant coach did. That assistant coach said something that got the attention of the Michigan player and yeah. somehow put Jawan Howard over the top. I don't know what he said, but that was my biggest question out of all of it. Um, you know, I got ridiculed because I was defending Jawan Howard, to be honest. Like, he was he was sure he was the one that got up in the in the Wisconsin head coach's face. Greg Gard, I believe his name is. Um, but when you watch the assistant coach and watch that video again, you see that the Michigan player turns around and he, he heard something that yeah. the assistant coach said, and then it made Jawan Howard react in such a way where he palmed his face. But as they put it, Jawan Howard strikes Wisconsin head coach with no context to it, nothing at all. Maybe not saying, oh, yeah, Wisconsin head coach uh, breaks unwritten rules. Jawan Howard gets mad and overreacts. Can can we get the headline like that? Like instead of just saying, "Oh yeah, Jawan Howard strikes coach." I don't want to get really into it because if this was any other time of the year, we wouldn't give mind to this. But yeah, un unwritten rules. I mean, at the end of the day, he's the guy's just trying to win the game, and he was trying to clarify with Jawan Howard. I'm not trying to debate you or anything. I think what Jawan Howard did was a little crazy, but at the same time, I'm sure he was provoked. So it is what it is in the end. He gets to spend well, five games. We yeah, already won. That's the thing. He won already. Yeah. He won the game. Like, no, I know, but he, yeah, but Jawan Howard's playing press defense with Michigan. So the guy had to call timeout. Ugh. Anyway. Whatever. And honestly, thinking back on it, when we had that show after the Super Bowl, I don't think that many quarterbacks are going to get traded this offseason. I really don't. Like, I don't think Aaron Rodgers is getting traded. I don't think Russell Wilson is getting traded. If Deshaun Watson gets exonerated of all the crimes, then yes, he will get traded. But I don't even know about that right now. The only one that I'm confident in, and I can't believe Adam Schefter did this shit, yes, Jimmy Garoppolo will be traded. For This is why I can't stand this time of year, because it's Adam Schefter going on podcasts being like, well, we don't know. He could get traded. Could, get, could not. We'll see. You know? <laughs> yeah. When I report yeah. it, it'll be news. That's Who why Aaron Rodgers didn't announce his retirement on Packaby Show because I didn't report it half, you know, an hour beforehand because I would have ruined it. He could get traded for a two four six like Sam Darnold two four six eight. Who do we appreciate? Ari Mayroff, my sports update two four six eight. But there is news today with Jimmy Garoppolo as far as the future with the 49ers and trade stuff. Um, he's going to have shoulder surgery. That's one of the hardest things to say in sports along with disc, a bulging disc. Say it with me, Stephen. Disc. Disc. Shul shul uh, shoulder surgery will happen with Jimmy Garoppolo. He will be out until July, so whoever team trades for him will have to deal with that. You know, I don't know if this is more a reflection on me or the way things are done now, and I don't want to sound ignorant, but I don't think this is that big of a deal. I really don't because in the grand scheme of things, 
I think teams will overlook this and say we need a quarterback. The draft sucks. Jimmy Garoppolo is one of the best options out there. I think regardless of the shoulder surgery that is done to his throwing hand, our shoulder, I should say, he will be traded within the next few weeks here. It's got to happen soon. I mean, it's the combine, right? Combine starts up. All these guys go to, I mean, he's going. Not all of them. A lot of coaches are are not. I don't think Kyle's gone. Oh, you know what? Actually, he is going. No, Shanahan and McVay. Oh, he's not going? John Lynch is going. Yeah, John Lynch is going to be there, but Sean McVay and Kyle, no way Kyle Shanahan's going. Kyle Shanahan is going to Cabo, and he's probably watching tape of quarterbacks in Cabo just because that appears to be what he does when he's in Cabo, even though he's out there with his family. Um, But this shoulder surgery thing, man, I don't know what's going to happen with it. I don't know if this does anything to impact his draft value because he's going to be hurt by the time going into next summer. There's also a bunch of other stuff that has to do with his contract and uh, like a like a clause that has to do with his injury. Um, but he's going to be really – and it looks like Derek Carr is going to be getting the extension too. So yeah. I, I don't think there's going to be any, any change in what's going on because a lot of it was going to be dictated on what Rodgers and – uh, Wilson, we're going to do, but those guys are going to be, or Rogers at least is going to be getting offered 50 million and, um, as he should. And then I, I don't know, I don't know, man, but just seems like everything's going to go as planned real quick. Do you think that's a smart move for the Packers? Just because I know it's Aaron Rodgers, and I know they want to make amends with all the bullshit that happened last, uh, off season, but to break the bank for a guy that you don't know what the long-term future will be. You still got to sign Devonte Adams back. You're going to probably say goodbye to Sedarius Smith and a lot of defensive players to make this move happen. Is this the right move to – I mean, it's not official yet, so we don't know, but it, all indications are that Aaron Rodgers will come back to the Green Bay Packers for a fat two-year contract. I think that Brian Gutekunst needs to do a little punch of karma for the next couple of weeks, think it over. Do I think it's the right move? If you want to build your team for the future, No. <laughs> yeah not not at all i mean but we're, but we're playing rams football here yeah yeah now the rams just won a championship and you are in the nfc right now where you can contend um i know we've been getting all these reports that trey lance isn't ready trey lance isn't ready i believe that the best way to get him to if you want him to get ready is to put him on the field and get him to play throw him into the fire now you've waited a year um you can have a backup quarterback start if you want but that's not going to fly like you need Trey Lance to start. Now there's no point in keeping him there on the sideline when you've traded all those assets to get them. That's really the only young up and coming quarterback in the NFC right now. Um, I can't really think of any. Can you? In the NFC we talked um, about this, like in multitudes, we yeah. talked about this. It's it's there. Are yeah, many. there's there, there's a time and place. I mean, I just I, I don't know. And I. Listen, I, I understand the Tom Brady stuff. Like, it's intriguing, and it's just, I thought it was ridiculous that Mike Florio was like, like his report was just like, I hope it happens, but that's not reporting. Um, I just don't, like, who in their right mind would think that that's going to happen? Like, Jason Light of the Buccaneers, like, is he, he's going to be a good GM by saying, well, all of Twitter wants me to get, you know, Tom Brady to San Francisco, so I'm going to do that. Just stupid. <laughs> Yeah, stupid. So, all, like I said, all ridiculous. It is ridiculous. So, until thank God, it's not that far away. Free agency happens two weeks from now. We're gonna get trades during the combine this week. We'll talk combine if there's anything big, like if anybody 
does a nice 40 time, whatever. But for the most part, it's just guys in their underwear. Uh, we, got um, Kenny, we got Kenny Pickett's hand size. I think we can report ooh, on all important hand size. We were they were taking the measurements on his hand size earlier. <laughs> I got my mic stand. I, the two weeks that I've been gone, this thing is now slowly just going down as I speak. Really? Um, Wolf. Yeah, but as uh, I'm like I'm like Matt Steinmetz here, like adjusting the mic nervously while I talk while I do radio. It's just um, a nervous tick. Come on, give him a give it, <laughs> go on. I'm messing with him. I'm messing with him. You jerk. Uh, but yeah, when things actually happen in the NFL, we will discuss. There's more stuff we'll discuss today. But Stephen, something big happened today with baseball, and you are the baseball guy on this podcast. Your thoughts. Let me let me let's uh let's share this up, shall I? Um yes, so please. Rob Man slowly fall down. Is how it's happening. God oh come it. on. Stay. Let, oh god, what is happening here? Hang what? on. Um, we're doing this on the fly, man. We're we're doing this on the fly. As we, we are, always do. Yes, we are because just got the computer set up. Okay. All right, so let's share. You got it fixed by the, the the Geek Squad, correct? I got it fixed. I got oh, it yeah. fixed, and I'll share a story about it. But here is Rob Manfred saying that they are canceling games. Yeah, have this particular press conference, um, in which I am going to cancel some regular season games. We worked hard to avoid an outcome that's bad for our fans, bad for our players and bad for our clubs. I want to assure our fans that our failure to reach an agreement was not due to a lack of effort by either party. No. Okay. So let's stop sharing that. So the past couple of weeks, I think they've had dude. See, the thing with baseball reporting is you've been talking about football reporting. We've kind of been crapping on it for the past 20 minutes, but uh, baseball reporting is terrible because everyone is different. (laughs) Everyone has something different. Everybody. And I don't know what to believe because all I'm seeing are reports from MLB reporters as opposed to the players because the players have something to do with this too. Haven't really heard anything except complaints from the players. Anytime you hear all the both sides are starting to strike up a deal, both sides are making progress toward their goal. I'm not seeing any players say anything good about anything happening with this stuff. And now... I, I just woke up and this Rob Manfred press conference happens and, 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 I, and they canceled the first two series of the 2022 season. Um, they set the deadline to today at 2 PM. So I guess I should have been a little more cognizant of that and maybe shouldn't have slept during 2 PM, but you know what? You got to get your rest. It happens. Um, you gotta get those ease, but man, like it's, it's taking away from the one thing that, fans have an issue with and that's the on-field product they haven't done anything to change that you know they're putting competitive balance balance tax in it and if you're a if you're a warrior fan you know exactly what that is it's the exact same thing as a luxury tax didn't know they had one of those tax thresholds because i thought it was a sport with no salary cap yet here we are so and and, and they're trying to make it more uh more of a livable job as a rookie. And I don't know, man, there's just way too much being thrown around. It's, it's, it's not relatable, man. We don't, it, it doesn't matter anymore. I mean, you've been seeing it going back and forth. It's just, yeah. I mean, baseball's not your favorite sport. I know you, I mean, baseball you love, but it, I'd say you're more of a football and a basketball guy. Um, and then baseball would be your third. If you, yeah. if you had to choose anything, it's just, it, and that's how a lot of people are. That's how a lot of people are. That's how I am right now. 
Well, I, I love baseball, just going to the ballpark, whether it's an A's game or Giants game. It's one of my favorite things to do while, you know, I was living in the Bay Area and I hope to do more of it. I wasn't looking forward to this A's season, um, but I still want to have one. And it's just sad. It's sad whenever you cancel games in a professional sports league. And I just didn't like the cavalier nature of it today. Like it was nothing like Rob Manford. OK, they don't get things done by the 2 p.m. deadline. Then Ron Manfred comes out smiling with a shitting grin on, just being like, yep, canceling games. It is what it is. The players don't want to get on board. I don't really know a lot of the details about the CBA discussions. Um, I'm in agreement with you, Stephen. There's not many people to trust these days as far as Twitter reporting for baseball. The only guy that I really look for is Jeff Passan. Um, we we, we uh, texted about this, but is Kenny Bowtie, Ken Rosenthal still reporting? He's still reporting stuff, yeah. Okay. I don't trust Bob, Mon- Bob Nightingale. Nice guy, but he is wrong more than he is right. Yeah. There is so, a, you know, the uh, 13 reasons why. Have you ever seen that meme before? Have you ever seen no. that show? No. So, oh, I, I think uh, on Netflix? Yes. Yeah. So there's a meme out there where it's in four frames um, and uh, it's from the show. And the first one is like, and there it was that smile and then it's a picture of like bob nightingale's incredibly fuzzy twitter profile picture that damn <laughs> smile that's when i got that's when we all got into danger <laughs> and, and, and it's like dude it's a joke man it's all a joke yeah it went from things are looking good to things suck and multiple baseball players tweeting out manford needs to go I'm surprised I didn't see you tweet out. This is why I wanted Rob Manfred to have acid thrown in his face. I'm kidding. Um, I didn't want that. That was just me talking out of turn. <laughs> kind of like with the Phil Mickelson thing earlier that I hope I could we could have scrubbed from the podcast that I mentioned. But, but, like, who knows, man? Who knows what to believe right now? I don't know when they're going to get started. And if baseball comes back again, what's going to happen is, all right, well, we're going to watch baseball. We're going to enjoy the first couple of games. And then 30 games later, everyone's going to complain about what's happening on the field because that's the number one thing that is hurting the game right now. Do you think that anyone in mainstream America that's not a baseball fan? I mean, it's, it's hard to say because if you're not a baseball fan, you're not a baseball fan. But do you think with how bad things have gotten with baseball that the cancellation of the first two series, anyone will really care? No. No, if you shorten the sad. Season, if you shorten the season, nobody's going to care. Like, I don't care about their money. I don't care how much they're they're gonna get paid based on the amount of games that they play. I don't care about any of that anymore. It's it's just so and and I get where the players are coming from. I totally get it. Like they want to get paid when you know before six years, prior to six years of service. Like it's a bullshit type of deal that they got going on so and there's also pre-arbitration stuff and everything that goes on there and then when you start hitting pre-arbitration that's when people start to get really confused um then they tried upping the amount of the the salary i think that they tried to they have on their rookie deals they tried to up it by ten thousand dollars a year um but the players wanted 35 instead if the players want more money give them more money you're a billion dollar corporation just give them more money if they want it who cares yeah. Get it done. 
The smartest thing I saw while this was being discussed was from Jeff Passan. He was on ESPN, and mm-hmm. his thing was it's just really hard in today's society to root for billionaires. And he didn't want to get political about it, but in the last few years with Bernie Sanders' you know, platform, there is a mindset that billionaires are bad people. And no one is getting the support from the ownership side of this. I really don't know the details. I can't say. But I always am going to side with the players. At the end of the day, they are the ones that are delivering the product. And a lot of owners in all of sports have been reluctant to change. But more so in baseball, just because it just feels still like an old-timey sport. And I hope that they adapt with the times. Not too much, because I hate a lot of shit that happens today. But for the most part, I don't know. Whatever. I mean, I, Something will get done, and I hope it does get done. But... I think it's just more – I hear a lot of old-time baseball guys talk about how people didn't recover from the 1995 um, lockout, mm-hmm. or more so 94 when they canceled the World Series. Right. They keep saying that the Blue Jays fan base has not recovered since then. Um, a lot of teams have not recovered since then, which is amazing to me. And then, you know, Sammy Sosa and Mark McGuire helped in 98 with the, you know, the home run chase, and everyone wanted to watch that. Yep. But – with baseball numbers going down and down, like my microphone, every year, this may hurt the game a lot. Like they'll, it'll, they'll get a deal done, and people will go to the ballpark. But as far as ratings, like hell, you may lose Joe Buck to Fox, or Fox may lose Joe Buck, and he's not going to do the World Series anymore. He may go to ESPN. We'll talk about that stuff later. But just they, they take a shit ton of games off of ESPN. They only do Sunday Night Baseball now, and that's going to be a simulcast with Alex Rodriguez. The interest for baseball is at an all-time low, and this lockout is just going to kill it, in my opinion. No doubt. No doubt. And you need something to save it. What's going to save it? I don't know. Steroids? <laughs> like, like, yeah. Uh, Free steroids for everybody. I mean, what what, what, what do you... It's, it's all such a mess, man. And you, when I was hosting last week, we had Faye Vincent, and I wasn't alive in 1990. He was a commissioner. The old uh, commissioner? He was from 89 to 92, yeah. And... Um, I wasn't alive around then, so I had to do a little research on that 1990 lockout. And what I gathered, what I came to the conclusion was um, the reason that they got it fixed and the reason that he was gone after commissioner after three seasons um, is because he was willing to go against the owners in their wishes and he was more accommodating toward the players in the union there. He was willing to negotiate more with that player's union instead of having two dogs barking back and forth at each other. They want to work together and these guys want their money. And if they feel like they have to spend more money, then they're going to do anything they can to fight it, which is just total crap. So you need a new commissioner. That's it. If you want anything to be fixed, that's number one, get a new commissioner until that happens. You're not going to see any sort of changes. I know this dude has been around since 98 and, Baseball hasn't missed any games since then, but like we, like you just mentioned, you could say that those guys, Sammy Sosa and Mark McGuire, shoot, and the steroid era, helped Rob Manfred almost save his job and yeah. keeping the base and keeping baseball. So yeah, my high, my voice, uh, your voice went high there. My voice went high. It's just, it's so frustrating, man. It's so frustrating. Yeah. Can we, can we, can we talk about like a real sport? Because look, we'll, we'll. We'll 
I mean, there's going to be more updates as we go along. What we know right now is that they've canceled the first two series. There's a chance that spring training games could still start, but you're already losing out on regular season games. Baseball's not going to happen. What? All that matters in the end, Stephen, is that you and Jesse still get to go to Scottsdale for a good time. Even though you plan to go to spring training games, fuck Rob Manfred, you're still going to go, right? Yes. Yeah, and uh, you know, I'm I, I do want to go to a spring training game, but you know, it's going to be at least 150 dollars saved based on oh, you know no, tickets yeah. and other prices like that. Yeah, Jesse's watching like Bruce Bochy now for some reason. Uh, Jesse's watching right now, and she's gonna <laughs> she's really gonna get at me for this one. Um, <laughs> so can we talk about a real sport? Because yes, let's, I was, let's talk about the Warriors. Because the reason why baseball is unpopular for is for a variety of reasons but also it's the issue of the players not really doing to uh doing a great job at marketing themselves and also baseball not marketing their players uh basketball does a terrific job of this and we were focused so much on ben simmons james harden what was going to happen there the trade happened everyone thought that the nets fleeced the Sixers. Oh, that's just so unfortunate for your for your mic stand. I don't know what's going on here. I, I, I'm gone for two weeks and this thing is just crapping on me. Anyway, sorry, Stephen. <laughs> I'll I'll do I'll do the whole show with my, my my hand holding this the whole time. Good Lord. Oh, my goodness. Anyway, um, you know, what's crazy is that these past two games, the Sixers are now two and oh, we have yet to see Ben Simmons play. Um, apparently I yeah, went deep into this. He was doing like a photo shoot or something and they asked him to dunk and he couldn't do it because he, he was hurt. So, um, you know, I don't know what's happening with Ben Simmons. They said he just couldn't do it. I don't know. Maybe that was a joke. Um, but these past two games for the Sixers, they beat the Minnesota Timberwolves. So we're going to see the Warriors play and then we're going to see, or they beat the Knicks and we're actually going to see them play the Knicks in about 15 minutes. So if you're uh, if you're hoping to watch the 76ers and the Knicks, feel free to keep us on your computer screen or your phone screen. Is that and today or tomorrow? I believe it's today. Or I could be wrong. Could it be wrong. Tomorrow. It is tomorrow, is it? Whatever. Anyway, <laughs> the stat line for Yeah, Joel tomorrow, Embiid, tomorrow for Knicks and the uh, 76ers. Mm, the stat line for Joel Embiid. This last game against the Knicks. 36 minutes, 37 points, 0 for 4, 7 for 18 overall from the field. You're thinking, how does 7 for 18 with no three-pointers made translate into 37 points? He got to the line 27 times. 27 times. Knocked down 23 of those free throws. (laughs) I I mean, do the math. 23 plus 14 equals 37. All he needed to do was knock down seven buckets, which he does in his sleep. It is how easy they're getting buckets right now. James Harden yeah. seems to have new life, and the 76ers, I, I know it's overreacting after two games, but and I understand it's the Timberwolves and the and the Knicks. Like They're, they're not going to be the toughest teams defensively um, as far as team defense goes, but, man, they're looking good right now. Harden and Embiid are scary. That Friday night that Harden made his debut, I was at a bar in Portland. and uh, At a bookstore. Not a bookstore. A bar, Stephen. A bar. And uh, a lot of bad murals of Damian Lillard all over Portland that don't, that don't <laughs> look like him. I mean, he's beloved, and for good reason. That guy is sticking with the team despite the fact that it is 
going into the tank this season. Didn't see the Warriors. I actually flew in Thursday night, missed the game where the Warriors just kicked their ass, but I wish I was there. Um, as far as, yes, yeah, so James Harden and Joel Embiid, I was at a bar Friday night, and I saw that there was a different NBA game on, and I did my classic thing where I asked the bartender, can you turn the sound the up? channel? Oh. No. I knew that the sound was not going to be turned on. Can't Can't do that. Not that type of bar. Not going to ask for that. Just simply asked, do you mind changing it to the Harden or the 76ers and who they play? Whoever it was on Friday night. And Timberwolves. Oh, Timberwolves. Yeah. I was met with some hesitancy, but in the end, got it done. Watched them play. And they just to work together like that right out the gate. I mean, and they're established veteran veterans, so it's not that surprising. But in the two games that they played with each other, they look like the two best, you know, the best duo in basketball right now. And it's, it's a, you know, I don't know how you defend that pick and roll that they got right now. I would say that with those two guys and the other players they have on the 76ers, they're the team to beat in the East for me, at least. Yeah, that rhymed. Um, Brooklyn just has too many question marks. They're already at the eighth seed. It would be hilarious if it's, if it's the Nets and 76ers in the first round. Oh, that'd be great. That would be great. But... I don't believe in the Bulls. I don't believe in the Miami Heat just yet. So I would say the 76ers are the favorite in the East for me, at least. Um, and, yeah, it's it's funny. I remember a couple weeks ago you said James Harden needs to go. He needs to go. He's bad for the league. Yeah. I, don't, I don't disagree with you because he's annoying as shit, um, especially when you know he comes out and says, like, well, I don't want to go to Brooklyn. Yes, he did. Uh, yeah. They will be – this is what Philadelphia has been waiting for. Joel Embiid, James Harden, two MVPs on the same team together. It reminds me so much of Steph and KD together. It's going to be hard to – they're going to be a hard team to beat going forward. Um, yeah, I don't – I expect them to be in the mix when it's all said and done. I don't know if it's going to be the Warriors and 76ers in the finals, but if I had to put money on it right now, I would say that's what I'm looking at. But I don't even know if the Warriors are going to get there right now. Well – there's one team that I think, well, there's multiple teams that stand in their way. It's the Warriors and the Suns. Those are the top two. Uh, but we're going to share the screen one more time here. Derek. Ooh, yeah. share and away. We are going to watch this dude. He is unreal. And that is Joff freaking Morant, man. This is just insane. This is just a little minute montage. Shout out to ESPN for sharing this. But man, this is this is just too much. Like, down to four. This three. oh my god, deep. Morant blows by Primo. Attack. This dunk. And this is the best play. Ooh, look at this, partner. Take an elbow sandwich as I get to the rim. Mm. Elbow sandwich. My, as the kids say, he caught a body. <laughs> look at, look at the bench. The bench still stands. Uh, Dave Benz. Okay, that's the best play right there. Ja Morant. I mean, better pass than Ryan Tannehill could throw from uh, Stephen Adams there. Yeah, the, the 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 joke that I made earlier was he threw that ball that that was the longest pass that Jimmy Garoppolo's ever thrown. Um, <laughs> terrible joke, but uh, I said it a lot better in the morning. But man. I don't know what's happening with the Warriors right now. They need to bounce back versus the Timberwolves. Um, 
you know, they're missing Steph and, or they're missing Dre and, and Clay, which is huge. Um, and I actually think that you could count some of those games. Um, I, I'm, I truly believe this. I know it's a hypothetical that we'll never, we'll never know. Um, but I truly believe that some of these games that the Warriors played in Draymond's absence, if Draymond were on the court, they would have won some of those games. I, oh, I, genuinely, I genuinely believe that in eight of those losses, I think they were like 12 and eight prior to, or 12 and nine now um, prior to yesterday's or two days ago's games. But look, man, the Grizzlies, like by the time that Clay and Dre and their contracts are up, which is going to be two years from now, I don't know if they're going to be playing anymore after that. The Grizzlies are going to be the team to beat, in my opinion. I know it's just maybe recency bias, but look, he's been doing this all season long. They've continued to ascend all season long, and right now I think they're a game back of the Warriors uh, in the Western Conference, and players are going to want to go there. Who wouldn't want to play with John Morant? Desmond Bain's a very good player. Jaron Jackson Jr., another young good player. I believe they gave him a huge contract extension who can continue to get better. Grizzlies are going to be a force to be reckoned with, man, going forward. That Ja Morant is the most fun player to watch right now. 52 points last night, put on a show. I agree with you, Stephen. It's not so much the Suns that I'm worried about with the war- with the Warriors. It's the Grizzlies. And if they overtake them in the two seed, they're just the team that I don't want to see them play at all. They're more physical than them. They obviously knocked them out of the playoffs last season. They do a great job on Steph. And John Morant just doesn't take any shit. Kind of like in the same vein as, I mean, John Morant's a better player, but just like how confident he is at a young age reminds me a lot of the guy we'll see tonight with Anthony Edwards, who I think is a great player too. Um, but it's just as far as the Warriors, um, I watched the game, bad loss to the Clippers, and then they have a terrible loss to the Nuggets where they have a huge lead at home. And that's how they go into the All-Star break. And everyone says, we'll come out better than what we were before with this, this will motivate us for the next, you know, five or six days, whatever that, how long the all-star break is. Curry's going to carry over his performance in the all-star game to the right, re- to the regular. Yeah, season. I, I believe. Sure. Um, then they beat the crap out of the trailblazers who don't have much these days. And then they have a repeat. It was a very similar game to the nuggets loss. Have a, how big was the lead? 21 points, 24 21. They were leading 21. by 21. The worst, and, the, the run that they went on was a 26 to one run. Yes. Uh, there in the fourth quarter. And yeah, the Warriors up to that point were, what was the stat? 62 and to oh when they have a 21 point lead. Terrible. Yeah. They're just pissing away games right now. And I expect them to come out focused tonight against the, the Timberwolves. But just in the long term, uh, I don't know. You know, Maybe things are catching up with them. The Draymond injury. I wouldn't say the Wiseman injury is catching up with them, but just the lack of big men on the team right now. The fact that you have to go out there with Bialica, who really just lets guys go right by him. It's unreal. It's kind of like me at the bar whenever uh, it were when I was at the bar. Um, whenever like, you know, the girl would come walking forward and then it's like your friends are telling her, go get her, go get her, go, go check her out. And then, you know, I just sidestep and just let her walk by and not say anything like that's what Nabanya Bialica does whenever he's face up with someone. It's just, Oh, I'm going to come towards you. All right. Let me walk right past you and just go straight to the cup. Yeah. Steven doesn't go to bars anymore. People he, he's with, he's with me at the bookstores. Is that, is that a bad analogy? I just use the whole real life. No, it works. Hey, analogy like thing. I don't like it that. works. I don't like that I did that. Oh well, <laughs> it happens. We're live. We'll 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 cut that one out of the podcast too. Apparently, cut it. Um, 
But yeah, dude, I don't like the way things are going with the Warriors, but I'm also not freaking out because no. we've, we've seen this before. And honestly, at the end of the day, I can see the Warriors being the Grizzlies if they are the th- three seed. I can see them beating the Suns at this time or uh, later on. Um, just the, the, you know, last year the Bucks were the third seed in the East and they managed to get their way out of it and become the NBA champions. So I think with the given, uh, given the history that the Warriors have had in the playoffs and the finals before, I think they can handle anything. But they're just not playing great right now. And hopefully they turn around. We got some promising news about Draymond. I guess he's supposed to come back in the next few weeks. Same with Wiseman. I don't know. I yeah. don't know what's happening. Uh, Wiseman's closer than Draymond. That's that's what I'm gathering is Wiseman. Well, you should know Bob Draymond. Myers was on your show today, wasn't he? Yeah, but he talked more about Draymond's leadership and and and, and what they miss about just oh, having that voice. And that's actually something that I, I think was um, pretty profound, what he said, because the thing that bothered me from that last game was Steve Kerr's weird decision to not start Jordan Poole when Clay was gone. Um, he hasn't done that all season, like at least ever since Clay's been back, which was January 9th. Um, every time Jordan Poole has started in the two spot, and every time Poole has scored uh, at least 20 points. I think he had a 31 point game uh, when he started over Clay in one of those games. I think it was against Utah. So there was no consistency there. And his reasoning the last time was because he wanted to get Jordan Poole used to his bench role. Okay, but why didn't you do that before then when Clay was out? Why'd you have to start now? There's no consistency there. The consistency is if Clay's out, then that's when Poole's going to start. But nevertheless, Poole went over. He didn't rise to the occasion. And to me, the fact that Draymond and Jordan Poole at the beginning of the year were kind of jawing at each other, you know, getting into arguments and all that stuff, it makes me think that as the the new generation comes in, the guy who's going to be that mouthpiece, who's going to be that voice, going to have to be Jordan Poole hasn't shown that leadership so far when he was relegated to a bench role and had Moses Moody start over him maybe I'm overreacting to it but 0 for 7 0 for 4 from 3 only getting 4 points in that game it's just it didn't look good that's not the reason why they lost I'm not saying that but you know if that's going to be your leader that's going to be your guy Draymond ever since his rookie season even coming from the bench you could tell this dude uh, was ready to be the leader of the team so I, I don't know. I didn't like that. I didn't like that. The Grizzlies are much like the the Warriors back in like what 2013. Feels like that plucky yeah. young team with a you know a, a young uh, up and coming star. Morant. Yeah, same with Steph Curry who can give the other teams problems. I think the Warriors are more in that uh are more in that Grizzlies type of role actually from 2013 where they have a little more pedigree and they're more prepared to adjust during a seven game series whatever it is. Jesse's not happy with me. She just walked in the door and she's not happy about that spring training comment. <laughs> really not happy. Yikes. No comment for me. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, as, silver lining. As... <laughs> Stop. As far as, yeah, Terrifying. as far as the Warriors go, um, are, you, are, are you in the doghouse now? I think I'm, I don't know. Maybe, <laughs> maybe it might be. All right, I'm trying well, to eat healthy, but you know what? I might get some pizza tonight. Might uh, might get some pizza. That'll, that'll help things, soothe things, calm things down. What uh? Show that I'm, what, show that I'm not cheap. 
<laughs> what pizza are you thinking? You should you should cook some pizza, Stephen. Oh, I, I'm not going to cook pizza. I cooked salmon yesterday, though. Fire. Ooh. So yeah. I was going to ask you during the time I was off, I didn't want to watch any of these sports shows. So I just put on um, what I do a lot during this time of year shows that make me happy. And for the most part, I watch cooking shows on the mm. Food Network. So I watched a lot of Chopped, nice. watched uh, Guy's Grocery Games. Mm. It's okay. Yeah. And then I watched this terrible show, The Worst Cooks in America. Oh, terrible. Oof. It's more it's, that it's, one. It's more reality show than it is cooking show. But uh, do, do you, you want to feel good? Do you want to give a? Do you want to feel good about yourself? Just feel good about the world and and just watch. Well, that's why I did that two week march of karma, my friend. Do you do you want to watch a friendship being formed? Watch the Hot Ones episode with Dave Grohl. I've heard that it's amazing. He was so good. He was constantly pouring shots. I think it was like a mix of, it was a mix of like whiskey and coke, and he's just every every like wing it's like let's take a shot let's take a shot and they were just like buddy buddy and then toward the end girl got all like you know uh sentimental and sean evans looked like he was about to cry it was so it was emotional man i watched that it made me feel good you and i used to talk about that show all the time and i honestly have not watched it since the pandemic happened because they would do it over skype and i didn't think it was as good but now that they're back with like two tables in between them for six feet apart I need to watch more, and all my friends have told me it's amazing. Um, my one friend, of course, had the text. It may be the best, the best, the best, the best, the best, the best episode. Yeah, 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 yeah. Get it, Sean Evans. Sean Evans got that little crack in there too. Oh, did uh, he really? Because Grohl, when he was getting sentimental toward the end, he goes, "I got a confession to make." And then Sean Evans just goes, "I got another confession to make." <laughs> So uh, yeah, I'll watch yeah. it. I'll watch it. I I just I just like cooking shows. They're simple now. Mm. No hot takes, just hot food. Yeah. Well, you know, um, we're gonna be seeing some hot takes though, uh, with Troy Aikman as he continues his time. Oh, nice that. transition there, Steven. You see, Look at you, you. You you see the amount of money. Do Do you think that running backs can use that as leverage? for them to get paid. Hey, I'm putting my body on the line. My name's Christian McCaffrey. You're only paying me $16 million. Fox is about, or not Fox ESPN is about to give Troy Aikman 17 and a half million per yeah. give me 17 and a half million just for two years, just for two years. I know running backs don't last very long. Just for two years, 17 and a half million. <laughs> uh, I mean, would you say that, NFL analysts have more of a life than running backs these days. It's crazy, man. They do. So, well, what do you mean more of a life? Like, what well, do you mean, I would say I, no. I would say longevity. I, I, I was more what I was saying was Christian McCaffrey's body is breaking down as opposed to Troy Aikman, who's in really good shape. And yes, the only real big juicy NFL news we had in the last two weeks is that Troy Aikman is reportedly. I haven't heard any official news, but it sounds like it's happening. Troy Aikman is leaving Fox for ESPN to do Monday Night Football, which will be simulcast with ABC. We don't know who his partner is going to be. They're trying to get Joe Buck to leave Fox, who he's a mainstay there for years doing the World Series, MLB, obviously, and NFL games. I think Fox has bigger games. They have the bigger conference. They do the NFC games. They do the Cowboys, Packers, Rams. And Troy Aikman's leaving that to go do cable 
the biggest cable game of the week. And I know people think that Monday Night Football should be the premier game. It's not anymore. And it's hard to do that considering that you can't really flex Monday Night Games. So this is just basically ESPN slash ABC paying Troy Aikman a shit ton of money, and he's going to go to, in my opinion, an inferior broadcast. How well, how do the ratings work with ESPN? Do they just get all the ratings like with ESPN, ESPN2, ESPN News, and all their ES, ESPN well, no, I mean, News? Does well, it all another combine? Thing, no, I don't think so. I, I think you're competing with yourself. That's why everybody was like, you know, I'm sure Steve Levy wasn't happy about the Manning cast. At the end of the day, you're still competing with yourself. Well, that's, so, that's my question. Are they competing with themselves, though? Well, yeah, like, you have Troy Aikman go up against Peyton Manning on Monday nights now. Well, are they, or are they together though? Are they? I mean, is it just how they it calculate just, hey, it? I mean, is it is it just like, hey, is this a move where instead of saying, hey, we want all the listeners to come from the Manning cast to the Monday Night Football, the regular broadcast? I figured it's more. Let's just say, you know, sixty five percent of fans, maybe even more than that, seventy percent of viewers are going to ESPN2 to watch the Manning cast. 30% are sticking with Monday Night Football. This is more of a move so that they can make it 50-50, a little more even between the two, instead of having like a majority go to one. Well, we look back, and the ratings were that it was more so the main broadcast was outrating the Manning cast, surprisingly. But going forward, I don't really know. I'm not a huge, I'm not a huge Troy Aikman fan. I'm not. I don't think he really gives a lot of insight to the game. Obviously, he's a huge name, three-time Super Bowl champion, but they better like pay him. him. Okay. They better pair him with somebody good, like uh, Al Michaels. We don't know what's going on with him yet. Um, he's not going back to NBC. It sounds like Tariqa will take over that job. It sounds like Chris Collinsworth is still going to be the analyst, and Drew Brees stays in the broadcast booth. Uh, it sounds like Sean Payton is either going to Amazon Prime or is going to be... Troy Aikman's replacement if Joe Buck decides to stay at Fox. And if I was Joe Buck, I would stay at Fox. Like, I don't know. There's not there's not a lot of baseball games on ESPN anymore. I would stay at Fox if I was him. But that'd be interesting. Joe Buck and Sean Payton together as your number one team. And Fox is doing the Super Bowl next season. So Joe uh, Sean Payton's going to have to learn on the fly immensely because he will be the number one guy if this happens. Plus, he's going to do the Super Bowl. Yeah, I'd agree with you on Buck. I'd agree with you on Buck. I'm just happy it's going to be a two-man booth. Like, three-man booths, it just doesn't work. Like, Pat McAfee's show, we talked about it earlier with Aaron Rodgers. Um, I love Pat McAfee. I Ever since he was on the NFL 100 back in 2015, explaining how Antonio Brown kicked him in, uh, uh, almost kicked him in the face or how scared he was that he was going to get kicked in the face oh, yeah, by Antonio yeah. Brown after what happened with that Cleveland guy, um, with that Cleveland punter. Like I, I knew he was going to be something in media just because he had that charisma. He had that comedy. But, uh, when I listen, but when I listen to his podcast, I don't like it too much because there's yeah. too many voices. Like I, I love how he's got all his friends there, but too many of them are like primary voices within the, within the, within the show. Sure. He has yeah. this thing with AJ Hawk or whatever, but it's just too many. And really, I mean, I know we're just doing a podcast here and I shouldn't be bad mouthing anybody, but I don't think his friends are that funny anyway. So like you like Boston Mike. I don't even know these guys. Like, I'm just giving I mean, him a generic name. I have no clue if that's actually they a, a all guy sound the, the, they all sound the exact same, which was they the do. problem with which was the problem with Monday Night Football. You're getting two analysts who are having the exact same discussion and it's just it was very repetitive. And then he had Steve Levy and that whole forced yeah. relationship between them, which just didn't make just didn't work. 
So I'm just happy it's going to be a two-man booth again, and I can't wait to watch Troy Aikman uh, just crap all over Jimmy Garoppolo when the Washington Commanders play on Monday Night Football for the first time. Because you think he's going to that team? I do. I do. I don't think I he's still. Gonna I still think it's Steelers. I don't think he's going. I mean, it's, it's Steelers or Commanders is looking like the one there, and I don't know if any of them are infatuated with Kenny Pickett. I think a lot of it has to do with the combine and what happens there. Um, but I, I, Troy Aikman is very honest about his quarterbacks. He doesn't like bad quarterback play anymore. He's going to no, try he out mouth as many of these guys so that he can, in his legacy, be known as one of the greats. Cause people are starting to fall off him a little bit, even though he's with those championship teams. Yeah. Uh, I'm interested to see what Amazon prime does because it sounds like Sean McVay was offered a what, 20 million a year contract and turn that down to go coach the Rams again. And that's the right move. He has plenty of time to be the new John Madden and have time to do that. I think he'll be great whenever he, whenever he decides to go on TV. No doubt. But this will be interesting as, as, you know, as equal parts, not equal parts because the playing is what we care about. But as far as what faces we'll see on different teams, I'm intrigued to see what new faces we'll get on these new platforms because Amazon Prime in the same vein as Fox back in 94 when they got John Madden and Pat Summerall, they want to come out the gate being relevant and being uh, respected. So they got to get premier talent. And Mike Miriano, who used to be the head of NFL Network, now runs Amazon for uh, the NFL or the NFL for Amazon. So it'll be interesting to see who they get. And uh, the latest rumor is they want Kirk Herbstreet. No, thank you. Uh, nice guy. Uh, really good at college football. Didn't cut in the NFL just because you're good on college football broadcast doesn't mean that you should go to the NFL. Is swearing allowed when you're on Amazon Prime? I don't know, um, but I'm assuming they wouldn't want to do that. Mm. But they are going to have the pregame show with Marshawn, so that's bound to happen. They should have swearing allowed. I think swearing needs to to bypass it. We're done here. We got a bunch of kids who watch TikToks. Like your kids get your your kids are going to get more influenced by their phones than anything else. They're not going to get influenced by a football game on TV. Like so calm down, want, adults. So you want? Let's just let's just you know, throw this out here. First and ten. Aaron Rodgers drops back to pass. Devontae Adams is wide open. Holy shit! Touchdown! Oh my god! What a fucking play! That was better than any call that was made on Monday Night Football the entire time this year. You want to get to the well, next you, level? You don't like Steve Levy uh, saying Redskins at the end of the? the no, the I game? do not. No, I do not. Yeah, they need uh, they need Alex Borstein or uh, whoever plays the marvelous Mrs. Maisel and just all the 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 cast of Marvelous Miss Maisel from Amazon Prime just doing a broadcast one night, a Marvelous Miss Maisel night. God that would damn. Be I should be a part of the marketing team in Amazon. Give me a fucking job. Um, <laughs> see, that was even funnier just because I swore. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm swearing is funny, Stephen. Yeah, just building on all these points. But look, I, I, I don't think that I think the Manning cast is going to grow in a lot more popularity. Why? And and they need. I mean, I know we're so focused on ESPN too, but why doesn't Monday Night Football have guests? Like, they need someone in there kind of like the Manning cast. It's like, hey, bring in, I don't know, Snoop Dogg when you're playing in LA. Like, I don't know, bring in bring in cool people if you're going to have a two-man booth. Like trying to do something to uh up the up the game here. I think that would, I think that would draw massive numbers on the main broadcast. If it doesn't take away from the game, in my opinion. Like there were multiple times where they had, you know, David Letterman on the Manning cast or just other comedians, Kevin Hart and it's just like, I don't give a shit. Let's if the game is competitive. I want to talk about the game. They used to do that like back on Monday Night Football back in the 90s when it was on ABC and 
you know, some guy was coming on like, uh, here's Dylan McDermott to talk about the practice coming up Thursdays on ABC. Dylan McDermott, what do you think about the Chargers blitz here? Uh, just weird stuff like that. But I don't know, man. Like, I hear what you're saying. Things are times are changing. But I still like traditional broadcasts, so I'm hoping whatever they put out there is fun. But there will be a lot of cross-promotion for Amazon Prime. I'm guaranteeing that. It's like Bob Dylan said, the times, they are changing. By the way, yes. this little eye thing that I've been doing, it's uh, I'm doing my Eminem on that college football broadcast that one time where he just looked totally lost, like he was on something. You remember yeah, that? Yeah, he was with uh, Brett Musburger in a Michigan mm-hmm. game. Yes. You know what made me swear, Derek, a lot this Sunday? What was that? Oh. The early morning game. Between Chelsea right. and Liverpool, can I have is my it time to di- it, Is it time for a, a new segment? It is. All you right, ready? let me get the timer. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. If you haven't heard us discuss this before, oh, you're in it for a treat. You're in for a fucking treat because I love alliteration. Stop filibustering and get the timer ready. Damn it! Can I wait? Hold on. Oh, you have on. it. I hold on, Stephen. I'm getting it ready. Come on. Okay. Hang on. Here we go. Can I not do more than? Hang on. Okay. Here we go. Count Sorry, me down. I'm... Count me. Count me down with three, two, one. When you're ready. Okay. So I'm aware of this. I was with a bunch of dudes that love soccer. There was a Portland game going on that f- Saturday night. I want to say. I don't know. I don't pay attention to MLS. MLS okay, fine. Sucks. You want to talk about Chelsea and Liverpool, right? Yes. With the PKs. Yep. All right. I know all about it. I saw it. Steven, this is the debut of our new alliteration segment and a little gift to you because I know you love this shit. It is time for the debut of Steven's 72nd soccer segment. I got 76 on the clock. Here we go, Steven. Three, two, one, go. Okay. So we had Chelsea and Liverpool. They were in the Carabao Cup final. The Carabao Cup final is some faux European Cup that really makes no sense. What? What are you doing? Where are you going? You're leaving in the 70 seconds. So this thing with Chelsea and Liverpool, they're going back and forth. It was a nil-nil game by the end. And each team should have scored at least twice. It could have been a 3-2 game by the end of it, but that didn't happen. So they go to extra time. By the way, throughout this entire time in the regular time, Edward Mendy, god damn it, this is, you're ruining my soccer segment. Edward Mendy makes some unbelievable saves. He was the goalie for Chelsea. Same on the other side. I forgot the dude's name who was for Liverpool. It's not the normal guy, Alisson. I forgot this young guy for Liverpool's name. Both made some unbelievable saves. Game should have been 3-2. They go to extra time, 15 minutes on each side. They don't score with an extra time. Still some more unbelievable saves being made. And Chelsea's manager, Thomas Tuchel, decides that he's going to bring in their backup goalie for the goalie that has been making the unbelievable saves all game because this backup goalie specializes in taking PKs for the team. So you expect him to at least make one save right. It doesn't happen. They make 20 straight penalties on both sides. So what does it do? That comes down to the goalkeepers. The Liverpool Liverpool goalie was up first. He shot the ball, hit it in like he's freaking Mo Salah on Liverpool. And then the next guy comes up, Kepa, airmails it. Airmails it game over Chelsea lose 
total bullshit. It was like when you bring in a closer and that closer can't get a single person out and it comes to the, let's just say they're down four or three nothing and, or they're up three nothing and you bring in the closer to get everybody out, doesn't strike anybody out, base is loaded, then the hitter hits a home run and it's 4-3, game over. That's how it was with Chelsea losing to Liverpool. Was that 70 seconds or was that more? You went well over, but it's all good. You should have stopped me. It was 70 seconds. I would have made the bit funnier. I think it makes the bit funny when I always say that you went over. But, uh... Uh, Damn it. No, it works, Steven. It works. Uh, Yeah, I'm not a fan of PKs either. Keppa, Rika Balaga. Get out of here, Keppa. Classic Keppa. Classic Keppa. Terrible. Let me end this thing with a with a few more stories, but we we'll do this as a weekly segment now. Steven's seventy second soccer segment, I love it. Can we can we can we just call it the seventy second segment? Because I got a lot coming up uh, here. UFC two seventy two, big one with oh. Jorge Masvidal and Colby Covington coming up on Saturday. It is a grudge match. They both you like the, honestly, dude. This is like if me and you were friends a little while longer, right? So much that we became like best friends. And then we hated each other because you screwed over uh, one of uh, our our colleagues or something like that. Like, that's what it would be like. They hate each other, dude. They really hate each other. OK. All right. And, well, then, you, and then you'd also have to or one of us would also have to call Brazil a dump in front of Brazil after ooh. you win, which is what Colby Covington did, which is partially why Jorge Masvidal. He called him. the whole he called the whole country of Brazil a dump. He beat Rafael Dos Anjos, who I believe is Brazilian. And he was in Brazil. He just beat him. He said, Brazil, you're a dump. I own you. And it's like (laughs) he calls out all of Brazil. It's a little strong. It's a total bit. Um, But these two genuinely hate each other. It is going to be a grudge match. Well, we'll talk about that next time. That's going to be the 72nd segment next week. But it's not soccer related. That's the bit, Stephen, is that it's alliteration of, you know, so many S's. Now you Steven, want to incorporate Steven, Steven's sexy 72nd segment. No, of sir. Sports. No, listen. Are you aware of one of the greatest bits I ever did before? Steiny's sexy song selections before that. Well, no, not before that, but before in another time. Yeah, I, I knew of it. Yes. And that segment was sexy. This thing has to be proven to be sexy. So don't just think that you could just, oh, this is sexy now. We'll see if it's sexy. All right. <laughs> Steiny, sexy songs. He hated it. Yeah, of he course he did. <laughs> uh, another segment we'll do every week. Jackass of the week. Mm. And I don't want to spend too much time on this, but Kyler Murray. Um, it's not Kyler Murray. It's Kyler Murray's agent, who is also Cliff Kingsbury's agent. Sends out a message, a tweet, a press release, all the same thing these days to the Arizona Cardinals to basically say, guys, give my client a contract. If you don't, there's going to be hell to pay. He's deserved it. And you should give it to him. Mm. Really unprofessional, terrible move. Now the coach has to answer for his agent. Uh, And it's just, it's just a terrible thing to do. Like, I don't understand what to gain from this. Like, this is what Kyler Murray decided to do. He passed on baseball to play football, and he hates the criticism he's getting. He hates that he's the one getting all the blame. Dude, this is part of the game, man. This is this is what the NFL is about. You're not, no one, you're, you're acting like you're not the one 
in the end zone that threw the ball up in the air to David Long for the four-yard interception return for a touchdown. You play like crap. You play like crap the last two seasons down the stretch. So I understand you're a fantastic player, and more than likely you will be good, but you haven't shown it in the second half of seasons yet. So I know we live in a different age where we just award quarterbacks for having seasons that are Pro Bowl status, but I wouldn't give Kyler Murray a contract extension, especially after this shit. No, thank you. So I would, but because I think he's a damn good player. And look, I mean, what were they to start the season? They were like nine and zero, right? They so were. sure the second half sucked, but you were also like without that. DeAndre Hopkins, which stunk. And I think like his, you know, Chase Edmonds was hurt for a portion of the time this season. There's a lot going against him. But I get where you're coming from, um, and I don't want to make this a, a discussion because I hate it too. Like I genuinely hate it. Um, this is it's. Do this behind closed doors. Like, don't give a statement out and put it on social media. It, it's eerily similar to what we talked about earlier with Matthew Stafford. Is this like the fans starting a GoFundMe so that they could force the Staffords to pay for uh, her 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 doctor's fees? Is this like yeah. that where it's just all right? I'm going to put this statement out, and Cardinals fans are going to go after the Cardinals on social media, and they're going to scrub everything. Like, no. But I do believe that Murray deserves to be paid. I don't know if it's going to be the amount uh, that they're wanting, but man, I mean. Like you just got to give him the money and say like, dude, you better be the leader for this team or we will trade you. Like they got to put some sort of clause in there. Um, yeah, but he can't, he can't keep doing shit like this. Like this is. Oh, absolutely not. But he comes across as like a spoiled little brat here. No doubt. No doubt. A, a guy who doesn't know how to lose. He can learn though. He can learn. And I, and you know, young guys, I mean, how old is he? Like 24, 23, 24, something like that. I mean, he's young. He's very young. And I would keep him. I don't want to trade him just because this happened. But bad show of leadership here. As you no said doubt. earlier, bad judge of character. Bad judge of character. Real quick. Have you ever gotten a really bad frostbite? Believe it or not, I have. On what part of your body? Uh, my feet. Ooh. Yeah. Hypothermia and frostbite. Huh? Did you lose a toe? No. No, um, it was in Boy Scouts. We were winter camping, and I forgot to change my socks. You're supposed oh to change your socks because they're going to get wet if you're camping yep. in the snow. Never did. My feet were freezing, and uh, uh, yeah, had to sit in my tent the entire night. I slept for like 13 hours. It's brutal. Ooh. Uh, well, the reason I ask is because the most – Interesting thing about the Winter Olympics so far has been 24-year-old... serious answer there, did you? <laughs> I did not expect it to be a serious answer. And this is somewhat serious, too, but until you, you know, you laugh about it because no harm, no foul. But 24-year-old Finnish skier Remy Lindholm battled brutal temperatures and strong winds for over an hour racing in the shortened men's 50K mass start free race, causing his penile area to freeze. His penis froze. Oh, they had to unfreeze it. Uh, how do you unfreeze it? By getting aroused? I don't know. <laughs> like, what do you do? Warm water? Oh. Can you imagine, oh. like, yeah, it's like a Dumb and Dumber situation where he's just like, you ready to go? Yeah, just like turns around really fast and then just like it gets caught on like a ski lift and you're like, oh no, shit, we got to get the scissors. It's like, it's like, <laughs> you wouldn't happen to have a warm glass of water, would you? <laughs> it's yeah. like, it shrunk. You know it yeah. shrunk to its smallest size where it's just the tip and you got nothing else because it's just frozen. Oh. And apparently this isn't the first time this has happened to this poor guy. Well, I'd hope so. 
No, no, but it, like this is the second time it's happened to him while he's oh, been skiing. You just said, oh, wait, you just said the first. It's the second. Sorry, this is this is the second time this has happened, dude. He has a record of getting his penis frozen. How do you not like get a sock or something and and, and cover it? Get a little more beanie. more layers. Yeah, get a, get a little beanie with a scarf. Make it make a make a, a like little a, uh, cock sock. Yeah, yeah have, a, have fun with it. I uh, cool. I didn't freeze my penis, thankfully, but I did, as I said before, not pack very well for Portland. So we were walking around bars, bookstores. Don't judge me, Stephen. And I got cold. And I, yeah, being cold is, I, I realized this weekend that I could never live in the cold again because it is so just an uncomfortable feeling. It's terrible to feel just cold. I'd much rather feel too hot than too cold. Like, exactly. no doubt, no doubt in my mind. Hundred percent. Like if you know, if you'd rather be chopped or trapped in the desert or a you know a snowstorm, give me the desert all day. I'm good with feeling the heat. It's cold? Nope. Not the having that. On. Not having that. That gee. Yeah. Frostbite in the penis. Yeah. Yeah. Oof. That does not sound fun. Those three words together: frostbite, penis, penis. Oh. Yeah. It don't work. Not good. Not good. Oh. Well, that story amused me. Uh, well, Stephen, I think we should tie a bow on this one. We'll keep these shows relatively shorter now that we are in the off season of football and we have more things to discuss and more time to discuss it. We'll be back on Thursday, but I don't know if anyone saw the news, but Stephen and I are now on Spotify. So if you're listening mm. to the podcast on iTunes or Spotify, good on you. But for the people that are watching on the stream right now, check us out. We're on Spotify. It's nothing, you know, we're not making any statement. We're just on Spotify. Yes. That's it. We're, um, <laughs> sorry. Uh, who is it? Keep on rocking in the free world. Who's, who's yeah, Spotify? Uh, Neil, Young, Neil Young. Neil Young. Yeah. Yeah. We're just taking over for Joni Mitchell and Neil Young. That's all we're doing. You know, um, you still listen to those artists on Spotify. It's just really bad renditions of covers. Of course. Of course you can. Uh, no, you can always catch us on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, all the same places. Just another outlet. Just another outlet. And we are going to be repurposing a lot more of this content moving forward now that I have a working computer. Ooh. No more. Uh, where'd Steve go? No. no. no, None of that. None of that. None of that's going to happen. Didn't happen today. And I don't think it's going to happen anytime soon. Uh, I... I'll, I'll, I'll tell you this. I, I did something stupid with the Mac, and this is probably the reason why it broke in the first place. Um, but uh, I was trying to figure out how to wash the screen because my screen was all dirty, and I didn't have any uh, screen cleaner, didn't have any wipes, didn't have anything. And I ended up wiping them with uh, Clorox wipes. Oh. Didn't go well. Yeah, didn't go well. So Steven. there's a very real chance that that had something to do with it, and luckily got it fixed because the Apple computer was under warranty. And we are all good now. Well, there you go. The Geek, the geek Squad saved you. Yes. Yeah. Knew who I was because you listened to the station. He said, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I go to the guy and, you know, he's like, what do you use this for? I said, I use it for work. Where do you work? Radio station. Which one? 95.7. Huh. I just started listening to that because my nephew's into the Warriors. I know you're the Warriors station. So I started listening to it to learn a bit, a little bit about the Warriors. And, uh, and I said, well, I mean, you're going to get hot takes on them. I don't know if how much you're going to you're going to learn about the Warriors here. Uh, <laughs> That's very honest, you know. <laughs> like, uh, no, nah, we, you know, but we, I, I, I get it. Um, but uh, I was telling him about it, and then he's like, 
yeah, you know, I was listening this morning. It was like between 8.40 and 9 o'clock, and the two guys who were on, they were having some conversation about baseball, and I didn't care for what either of them had to say, really. <laughs> and I was like, you know, it was me. <laughs> and uh, and that was me. And he's like, oh. And he kind of went silent for a little bit, and I was like, what's your name? I'll give you a shout-out tomorrow. Same time, you're going to be listening? And, you know, I did, and then – uh Saw him back again. So wait, you called him out and said that was me talking. The the guy that you didn't like listening on the radio. Yeah. You you know what you should have done right there? You should have been like, yeah, you know, I'll try harder. Hi, my name is Adam Copeland. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Speaking but, of which, uh, you are now, I mean, Copeland moves to Tolbert's time slot with him now. You are now the grizzled veteran from five to six. Can't believe it. Can't believe it. Now the new guy, uh, shout out to the new guy who is apparently like, I think he's a board op with the station and he's made his way to doing the 5am show, um, which is awesome. I'm actually, I'm, I'm all about it. Uh, you know, I, I almost want to like, you know, if we could, I'd, I'd simulcast it. Cause we're like, you know, both doing a 5am sports show yeah. in the morning. <laughs> like, you know, why not just co-host it together? <laughs> like if, exactly. if, if I had it, if I had it our way, but These 5am uh, shifts don't suck. Don't they buddy? Oh, nah, but- I, <laughs> exactly how tired are you how much sleep did you get last night all that stupid crap but yeah um no nah, man it, it's it's weird very weird grizzled veteran of the 5 a.m show <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah you gotta, you gotta fight you gotta fight for that time slot it's gonna be like you two are like david letterman and jay leno just fighting out for 5 a.m supremacy i met copes a couple of times but it was never like at length so it's just it, it was really like a very quick like hey how you doing like hanging out yeah. with like you know a couple of KMBR people and he'd be there and uh you know he, he'd walk by and he'd, he'd say oh, what's up what's up everybody and then you know what's up dude I'm Steven all that stuff and yeah. uh it, it felt like it's such an awkward time to be like I'm the other guy hosting the 5 a.m show you know because yeah. he was like always on his way out or something uh, so never had the chance to really meet him uh fully but I don't know maybe man. we'll cool. maybe we'll get him on the old uh the old podcast yeah pretty cool yeah. Uh, best of luck to Copeland on that and with Tolbert. Um, and yeah, uh, do we know if we're having a guest yet for next uh, episode? Not sure yet. Okay. TBD on that. We do TBD. have a lot of great guests lined up for the next couple weeks. Maybe and we have a lot of to- sexy song selections. Yes. We will hopefully get some sexy song selections for next episode. That's a tease. Mm-hmm. But next time we're on, we'll talk a lot about uh, the Warriors, what's going on with them, if they you know can... They, they have a pretty hard stretch coming up here. So we'll talk about all that. The game in L.A. this Saturday. I'm going to the game. Um, and we got the Lakers show coming out. That uh, I hate the Lakers, but this show is looks really amazing. So I can't wait for that on Sunday. When's that coming out? Sunday. Okay. And, and has the new Batman been out in theaters yet? That's coming out on Friday. I'm going to that Friday night. I've seen a lot of good reviews. Like a lot. It's three hours long. It's a three-hour long Batman movie. I'm good with that. All right. We'll see if it's good. Um, I have a lot of things that I watched, too, while I was on my vacation. Uh, Righteous Gemstones, Vice Principals. I was basically just watching a lot of Danny McBride shows, and they're all fantastic. Yeah. So we'll get into that next time. Um, but, yeah, Stephen, good to be back, and hopefully I sound better than today. I'm struggling because I didn't uh, wear proper clothing in Portland, so I wasn't warm. And I got a little bit of case of sniffles, but hopefully I come back at full strength. And we'll see you guys next Thursday. So, uh, Stephen, say what you always say. That is just our opinion, man, except for some of the things that we're going to cut out because they weren't good that we said. All right, goodbye.